LinkedIn wants you to use the platform to generate leads. They want you to be able to build your business. And most people don't realize that. But once I understood that, I started realizing that they have set the platform up to make you successful. The problem, though, is that most people are using Facebook and Instagram and trying to use those same methodologies on LinkedIn, and it doesn't work. community leader who's looking to really build your community through the power of email, it's the first chance you have to get in front of the right people and you should make the most of it. So many community leaders take the template approach and you've lost your community before they've even found you. How about crafting the perfect welcome series instead? You can grab my guide, Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Discover the tips and tactics I use to help my clients get up to an 80% open rate. When people open those first few emails, they're more likely to continue opening your messages, engaging, and buying from you. Build your community the right way with a welcome series that converts. Grab your copy at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Hello, everyone. So excited to welcome you back to another episode of the podcast. And today we are focusing on the C4 Connect. That's right. How can you connect with your people? How can you get them into your world? And of course, to help me talk about this fantastic conversation, which is mostly going to focus on LinkedIn and how people are not utilizing it enough, I have a wonderful expert. From a cross-Atlantic move to life coach to marketer extraordinaire, Jason Osborne knows what it takes to get people into your world. He is the creator of the Leads Method, for LinkedIn lead generation. And with over 13 years of experience, he doesn't believe in a one-size-fits-all approach, which is one of the things I loved about talking with Jason. Because you know what? Your business is yours and it's not anybody else's. You need to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to get people into your world. He has uh, coached clients across multiple countries with over 9,000 people only within 18 months. So let's welcome Jason to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Really looking forward to it. Fantastic. I'm excited to have you here, right? Because LinkedIn is something I get asked about a lot, right? How do I use LinkedIn? What should I do with LinkedIn? LinkedIn's not going to work for me. Not sure if it's going to work for me. But you know what? You got started as a life coach and then became, you know, people kept asking, well, how are you getting people? How are you getting people? And so they asked you to teach them. And then, of course, you niched down to LinkedIn. So clearly, if you're a coach, if you're building a community, if you're not in the corporate world, if you will, you can still use LinkedIn to your advantage. And I think it's something a lot of people have questions about. So before we dive into LinkedIn, however, I want to know a little bit more about how did you get to be doing this LinkedIn focus? Yeah, it was a bit of a journey, to be honest with you. I had been hearing on the grapevine, so to speak, of people that were getting a lot of success on LinkedIn, that were generating a lot of leads. And it kind of blew my mind. Like I, I as you said, I've, I've been involved in online marketing for a long time. It's actually 16 years now. Started off as a life coach. I'm originally from Texas, by the way, moved to the Republic of Ireland. And then I'm here in the UK now. 
And so I've, I've seen a lot of online stuff, you know, 16 years ago was really, really early days for online marketing. That's kind of like the wild, wild west. And so I'd, I'd seen a lot and, and, and kind of saw LinkedIn as it over the years. And I just was under the impression of most, as most people are, that it's just a place where you put your resume or your CV and that's where you go to get a job. That's it. And so I started hearing people that call it's a great place to get leads and build business. I was like, what are you kidding me? Like, how? So I started looking more into it and I even started kind of my journey on it more proactively from a legion source. And I got stuck. I was doing it for about two or three months and I just, I couldn't figure out, figure it out at all. And so I stopped for a little while, but it kept, it, it was more of a personal thing for me because I was like, I've been doing online marketing for so long. Other people have figured it out. Come on, surely I can figure it out as well. So I was like, all right, let me, let me give this a go. So I kind of went in from a whole different perspective around. I said, all right, let me just look at it completely open-minded. Let me really understand what people are doing on this. And what I realized around this, Kimberly, that was really almost shocking to me, LinkedIn wants you to use the platform to generate leads. They want you to be able to build your business. And most people don't realize that. But once I understood that, I started realizing that they have set the platform up to make you successful. The problem, though, is that most people are using Facebook and Instagram and trying to use those same methodologies on LinkedIn and it doesn't work. And so one of the biggest, as you, you know, you kind of said there, you know, people go, oh, it does, can you really do it? Does it really work? It's because most people are trying to use LinkedIn like they do other social platforms and it just doesn't work that way. So that's kind of how my journey started. But once I really un started understanding it more, I, I, I know this is going to sound really cliche and weird, but I fell in love with LinkedIn. Like I, it, it's a phenomenal platform if you use it properly. And so, yeah, I love working with people. I have clients all over the world and we see some amazing results that people are getting from LinkedIn if you're doing it right. And that is the key to pretty much any and all marketing strategies that you use, right? If you focus on Facebook, that's fine. If you focus on Instagram, that's fine. If you focus on LinkedIn, that's fine. If you focus on, you know, some other random social platform that I can't come up with a name for because now there's like 10 million of them, that's fine. As long as you're putting in the time and dedication to actually follow what's going to work best, right? So many people I talk to, right? You know, I don't really focus on social media. I focus more on email and how to incorporate that into your strategy. But, you know, in order to get the word out there, right? Social is a great place to do it. However, so many people, they're like, yeah, I don't want to put time into it. I want to make it like so simple and I don't want to have to touch anything. And I just want it all to like run on automatic. And what happens is they'll take literally the same thing, right? And it goes across like 16 different platforms and people forget like, okay, if there's no reason for you to follow one over the other, then why should they bother? Right? So I love what you said, right? About how you approached LinkedIn as a place you were going to generate leads. Like you realized that's what people wanted to do. You knew people who were, who were making it work for them. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you've got this leads method. So what does leads stand for and how can people kind of use it as a starting point for understanding the right way to use LinkedIn? Yeah, sure. So 
The leads method, L-E-A-D-S, I'll just give the, the letters of each of those there to start off with, and we'll, we'll kind of dive into that. So L is laser focus, E is expertly connect, A is add value, D is direct and close, and then S is scale. So what a lot of people want to do, which is exactly what you just said, is they want to scale first, right? They would just want to do everything. They want to get all this stuff over, not have anything hands-on. They just, let's scale the whole thing. The problem though, is if you haven't validated the process, you're going to scale problems. And one of the biggest challenges, particularly on LinkedIn, is people using automation tools. And recently, LinkedIn has changed the amount of connection requests that you can send out per week. And it's largely due to the fact of people spamming using automation tools. And I knew this was coming for a long time. I didn't know exactly what they were going to do, but I knew something was coming. And I kept telling people something's coming because it just LinkedIn was being inundated with this stuff. And so you, you, there are ways to scale it, but you will need to validate the process first. So what we do, to go back to answer your question, how's, what's the kind of the, the way people get started with this? And the first thing that you have to realize when you're using LinkedIn to generate leads is your LinkedIn profile has to change from it being all about you to it being all about your prospect. So a lot of people use LinkedIn as their kind of online resume and their about section is all about them and what they've accomplished what degrees they have and how long they've worked in companies and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know about you, Kimberly, but whenever I have read resumes before, they're boring. No one likes reading them. And most people lie on them anyway. <laughs> they're so dull. It tells me absolutely nothing, right? Especially nothing. since I'm in a field where you don't need a degree and there is no like national certification, right? You know, I'm a copywriter. I'm a marketing strategist, but I, I've been trained as a copywriter, right? But that doesn't mean that, you know, there's tons of programs out there. There's not a, a governing body, if you will. I want to know what have you done for other people? And that's how most people approach it as well, right? That, and that's exactly it. People don't really care about me. They care about what I can help them achieve. And when you look at it from that perspective and you can change your LinkedIn profile where it's more about your prospect and it, it tells a story and they can understand that you understand what their pain points and challenges are and their frustrations. And they can see this journey you're walking them through and what you've been able to accomplish for other people. That's where it really stands out. So the first bit is, is definitely you want to do that. But one of the other big challenges that I see people have is how to move themselves out of what I call a commodity-based market and become something where you're valued in what you do. So what, what's a commodity-based market? Commodity-based market is where you don't have significant amount of differentiation between you and your competitors, so you end up competing on price, right? So I work with a lot of coaches, consultants, and advisors, and most of them on LinkedIn inadvertently put themselves in a commodity-based market. So what they'll do in, in their headline, they'll just say, I'm a life coach or I'm a business coach, or whatever. The problem with that is people will automatically make snap judgments and assumptions on what you do, and they'll go, oh, yeah, I know a life coach. Yeah, whatever. 
and and they just you fall by the wayside. And even if you did happen to get someone onto the phone and start talking to them, what happens then is because they've in their mind, you're just a life coach, they will per, usually purchase based on price. So you then you ended up competing on price and bringing your pricing down and all that. And that's why a lot of coaches, like you know, like I said, 16 years I've been in this. I've seen a lot of amazing people that want to help, but they end up going out of business because they don't know how to frame what they do and how to market themselves properly. And that is kind of at the core of any marketing strategy that you use, right? It's at the core of connecting with your people is first off, you have to know who your people are, right? You have to know who you're talking to. And only then can you actually start putting any kind of strategy in place. So that's one thing I want all of you listening to remember, okay, is that it's so important for you to be able to frame what you do in literally what, like five words, right? I think that's what you get after your name on LinkedIn or something. I don't remember the exact character count, but if you can't explain how you're going to help somebody other than, oh, I'm a life coach or, oh, I'm a copywriter. Like I would almost never use the phrase copywriter because I would get usually one of two reactions. Oh, okay. That's nice because they're too afraid to ask what that really means. Or I would get, oh, so like you do stuff with the law, right? Because you have copyright, like the little C that comes after uh, trademarks and stuff. And I would say, no, none of those. So instead I would say, yeah, you know, I write marketing emails or I help people connect through marketing. Now, currently, right, I help people connect, cultivate and convert their communities. So you have to be able to say what you do in a way that makes sense to other people who are reading it, right? You've got like five seconds, they're skimming through a whole bunch of names on LinkedIn. And so it's really important for everyone out there to take a moment, take note of this, right? You have to know how to say what you do in a way that benefits your prospect, right? It's not about you, it's about them. Absolutely, 100%. So once once you've got that down and that's more clear, then obviously we can start working on your profile and making sure that it's optimized as best as possible for that. But that's just, that's kind of the first step in that journey. That's the L bit of the leads method. But what we want to look at after then is how you're actually connecting and reaching out to your target market. How do you find them and communicate and connect with them in a way that's not spammy and where you're actually adding value. And this is, this is the biggest challenge outside of framing that people have on LinkedIn. Well, how to, how to actually connect with people like, okay, so once I connect with them, well, what do I do now? Or you know, I also hear a lot of people that will put content up on LinkedIn and say, you know, I'm, I'm posting all the time and I'm not getting any leads or anything like that. So, you know, we can talk about content for a second here. You know, content is good. It, it's good to put out there. It's you need to have it up. It's good from a longer term perspective for PR and branding and all of that. But from a pure lead generation perspective, it's not great because there's a lot of what I call hope marketing involved in content marketing. So you post a piece of content, you're hoping that it shows up on somebody's feed, which may or may not happen, particularly if you're not kind of tripping the LinkedIn algorithm, they're not going to push it out a lot anyway. And so you're hoping it gets pushed out. You're hoping it shows up on someone's feed. If it does show up on someone's feed, you're hoping that they stop scrolling long enough to actually pay attention to it. If they do for that half a second, You're hoping that they actually engage if they actually like and comment on your post, which is so rare that you're hoping then that they just go, oh, hey, 
Kimberly, here's my money. Sell me your stuff. It's a lot of hoping. <laughs> it's a lot of hoping. I don't like hope marketing. <laughs> oh, I hope it works. Oh, I hope it works. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. And and I always feel really bad when people, oh, I'm posting on time. I'm not getting leads. And, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'm not surprised. But there's a better way. There's a better way to use LinkedIn around that. There absolutely is a better way. And, you know, I, I just want to take a moment. Hope marketing is what a lot of people use in everything, right? It's, oh, I'm going to put this out there. And, you know, I've seen Field of Dreams, basically. I've seen Field of Dreams. If you build it, they'll come. So I'm going to make my stand. Hey, I do this. And people are going to come flocking to me. And that is the way the internet worked in like 1995, uh, you know, when it was yeah. first up. And like pretty much if you put up a website, everyone was going to go look at it because there were actually only 10 of them up. But that's not the case anymore. So what can you do instead of hope marketing? Yeah. And, and I think that's a really good point. You know, the whole build it and they will come isn't true. You do need to, you need to transition it now and, and look at it more as how do you become that thought leader? How do you become the person that people, that you stand out and you're different from everybody else, which comes with framing, but also comes with how you're communicating with people as well. So when you're connecting with your ideal prospects, you want to be able to add value, engage with them, and then communicate with them in a way where it it stands out, right? I call it stand up and stand out marketing, where all of a sudden you, you're the only one in the crowd that's standing up where everyone else is sitting down. It's like, oh, wow, like they notice you. And so that's what we want to do on LinkedIn and how we're communicating. As soon as you do that, people are much more likely to be able to to or and want to speak to you say okay cool let's have a conversation let's chat with each other let's see what we can do to work together or how you can help me to achieve the problems that you address so that's that's the key point of it so it's being proactive in our approach not spammy or aggressive but proactive because one of the things that i see a lot on linkedin is people will go to one of two complete polar opposites on the way that they're communicating with people on LinkedIn. So the first one is that really awkward high school dance conversation, right? Where you're, you, you kind of walk up to somebody like, hi, how are you doing? And the other person's like, well, good. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, how's business? Fine. You know, and they're kind of like, <laughs> all right, so you've connected with me. You're, I don't know you. Why are you asking? It's, it's just really awkward, right? And Very strange. awkward. Yep. And you don't want that. So that's that's the one side. And then the other side, the complete opposite side is the hunter, right? I just, I'm going to kill my my prey, right? They just go in for it. Like, this is what I do. This is my pricing. You need my help. Book a call, you know? And you'd be surprised how many emails or, or LinkedIn messages that are like that. People are just, they're so aggressive in what they do. I don't think I'd be surprised at that. I, I, <laughs> that's pretty much all I get is the, hey, you have no idea who I am, but I saw your profile and I think we'd be a great fit. So let me, let me chat you up about how I can sell you my services. And, yeah. you know, half the time it's for something that I definitely don't need, like local SEO optimization. <laughs> You know, I'm like, um, I serve nobody locally. Okay, thanks. But uh, I'm good. Yeah, which I think there's a, there's several good points in what you've just said around there. So the first thing is this, their targeting is off, right? 
they're not really connecting with their ideal prospects. And, and then what's worse around that is when you, when they do send a message to somebody who's not their ideal prospect, and you're not going to get a, a right 100% of the time. So I understand that. But like I've seen people get it so far off that when they do send messages, they're wondering why it's not landing with anybody. So there's there's always you know two things that that I see very common why it's not working on LinkedIn, and it's the targeting and messaging. You have those two two things off, and you you're just not going to land anything. So what we want to do is we want to go middle of the road. Then we don't want to be really awkward in our conversation. We don't want to be kind of that that hunter kind of just going for the kill. We want to be direct, but we want to be approachable in how we're doing it and where it comes across personal as well. So it's really key to have that combination in there when commuting. When you get this right, it's amazing. I can definitely imagine. And you know, that's my my whole approach with marketing, right? Is it needs to sound like you. It needs to sound like you're the person talking to somebody, whether it's an email, a LinkedIn post, you know, showing up on somebody's podcast, right? Most people don't think of it that way, but it's like, look, if you can have a conversation with somebody, you can write an email to your list because you're just having a conversation and that's kind of how you need to approach LinkedIn. So let's, let's shift a little bit, right? As we said, you have coached people in, I think, dozens of countries, if I remember correctly, and you've been able to build this huge draw of people, right? A community of people who are understanding you know, LinkedIn, the right way to do it, the right way to approach it. Tell me a little bit about your journey with building the community side. So the community side, again, it comes down to looking at what your your art, your audience, your avatar, your target market, what are they really wanting to achieve? What are they looking for? And what you want to do is communicate those biggest pain points and challenges. If you're not clear on what it is that you are specifically helping people to achieve, it's going to be very hard for you to build an audience. So I'll go back to the life coaching example here. What I hear from a lot of life coaches when I say, well, who's your target market? and What do you help them do? They'll just go, oh, I help everybody and I can Mm -hmm. help them achieve the life of their their dreams. And I always kind of want to just go, oh, my God, here we go again, because it's it's the same thing from a lot of, of coaches. Um, even business coaches, I, I can help any business increase their revenue. It's like, okay, well, every business, every business wants to increase their revenue. Okay. Yeah. Get to meet a business owner who doesn't want to increase their revenue. Exactly. So one of the, the things that we, we want to really focus in on is how do you fine tune? How do you actually niche down into your ideal target market? And what are their specific pain points and challenges? As soon as you start to do this, you are able to speak to your audience in a way that connects when there's that um, C again connection. Yeah, you've got to connect and you've probably heard this before but if you try to speak to everybody you end up speaking to nobody mm-hmm. because it's so vague so an example of this is instead of saying I'm a life coach and I can help you achieve the life of your dreams look at specifically who it is that you want to work with right so an example might be I like I like using a father father entrepreneurs because I am one right so you if you say father, I help father entrepreneurs be able to create an amazing balance to raise amazing children whilst building their empire, as an example, right? You could probably do better in copywriting. That, right? <laughs> but that's, you know, all of a sudden now, instead of going, I help everybody live the life of their dreams. Now you're, spe- you're, now you're speaking specifically to the pain points and challenges of a father of 
of that. How do I build a business whilst being able to be that amazing dad, right? And now you're able to speak into their life. It resonates and people can self-identify with that going, yeah, that's me. I want that. And that is amazing when that happens. Absolutely. Right. It's um, it's the difference between saying, as you said, right, I help anyone achieve their dreams. Okay, cool. That's everybody in the world. Awesome. Or, you know, I help busy entrepreneurial dads raise amazing kids and also build their empire. Right. Or find the time to raise their kids and dedicate what they want to their business. That's another approach, right? Those are two very different things, right? Is your focus on parenting as a business owner or is your focus on time management as a business owner? Those are, people can easily self-identify. Yep, that's me. Absolutely, that's who I want to be. So I love that that approach, right? That idea of you really need to focus on who you're talking to first. It's one of the first things I ask people. I, um, I came from a software background and I would ask these companies who were strictly serving the travel industry, right? You know, who, who's your ideal person? Who's your ideal client? And inevitably, the answer would be something like, well, we serve hotels that have 250 plus rooms. And I would explain to them, yeah, a hotel, not reading your marketing. A hotel, not opening your emails. A person is doing that. Who is that? Oh, I don't know. Somebody. Cool. Let's let's narrow that down. Who's that first point of contact? Who's that 10th yeah. point of contact? Who do you need to convince? So it's so key to being successful and building your community to actually define who is the best fit for your community. So key. And, uh, you know, it's great that you, you've been able to build this huge empire. You've, you know, as we talked, right? You came from life coach to marketing, and now you really focus on LinkedIn. But all of us, it's a journey, right? So what is one of the things that you're struggling with or that you're still kind of working towards improving with building your community and business? Great, great question. So for for me, it's it's processes. We're, we're at a place in the business where we're, I think there's different levels in every business where you have to begin to remove yourself from being the bottleneck. And I don't like admin and I don't like it at all. But yeah, that that's one, probably one of the things I'm looking at more at is how do you create more systems to be able to continue to leverage your business and grow it without you being the one stopping the growth? That's so true, right? And it, it's something that a lot of us, I think, realize we want, but it's not necessarily going to be at the same place for everybody, right? As you've said, you, you've gotten to be quite large and now you're like, okay, I'm ready to hand that off. Other people, it's a different priority. And that's one thing I want you to, to really realize, listener, is that it's important for you to build the business on your terms, to build your community for your people. You get to decide what that looks like. I think part of the problem is that so many of us approach community building as, well, whoever shows up, that's what we're going to do. And that doesn't really work. Because it's really hard for you to talk to people on a deep level and to really explain how you can help them to to be seen as that person who absolutely they want to get on the phone with if they're not sure if they're the right fit for you. So you have to define that first, which is what Jason was talking about, right? Really know who it is that's going to be in your world, who you want in your world, and then take that and run with it. So Jason, we have talked about so many different things, right? About the problems with people approaching LinkedIn, how people aren't using it to their full advantage, uh, what should really be on your profile. What would you say is that one action item? After listening to this episode, what should people go out and do? 
the first thing is look at how you're positioning yourself on LinkedIn, change your profile. If it's all about you, change that, focus in on your prospect and try to really fine tune as well your positioning on that from who you're helping and the benefits that you're able to help them to achieve. If you can focus in on the benefits and the pain points that they're having right now, that will transform your profile. And just in because just doing that is so different than most people's profiles, just that in that in and of itself will make a big difference when people come onto their their LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. Right. Being able to explain to people, look, uh, is this you? Do you identify? Cool. Let's have a conversation. I want to help you achieve what this person did. As opposed to, I went to school, I got degrees, there's fancy letters after my name, and you should hire me and pay me lots of money, right? No one really likes that. It's meeting a stranger at a dinner party and then saying, hey, why don't you buy all of my Tupperware? Because it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And, you know, Jason, if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to learn more about the leads method and how you can help them with lead generation, where can they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, I would be remiss if I were not to say contact me on LinkedIn. If you send me a connection request, just put in the note that you saw, you heard me on the podcast here. So I know where you're coming from. But of course, I do have a free LinkedIn mini course that people can access as well. If they go to impactforleads.com, they can check that out as well. Fantastic. Definitely go and check out the mini course at impactforleads.com. And of course, reach out to Jason on LinkedIn, because of course, that's where he hangs out. Jason, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your wisdom with us today. Uh, It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Fantastic, everyone. We have been chatting about LinkedIn and how you can use the C from the five C's of Connect to build your business and generate more leads. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep calm and uh, edit your profile on LinkedIn. Bye.